with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, or afternoon, or morning, wherever you are. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, New England's own Van Helsing, with me. My co-host, the amazing gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good afternoon, evening, morning, good heavens. Slash. 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 Hello, slashers everywhere, whatever the time of day it is. It is. And, uh, of course, we are sponsored by our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon. And you, too, can become a member. Uh... I think it's what three bucks a month, and there's access to right now. I don't know over thirty, maybe forty videos that are exclusively found on uh, for our members only. So uh, just put up a couple up this week. One was all right. The other one was uh, behind the scenes, like chit chatting in the the morning about a lot of strange things. But so I can say, if you want, or if you're interested, go check it out. So, Mr. Parsons, uh, yes. So- Six weeks and you'll be over here. That, that's right. Six weeks and um, we'll be doing the show from from on the sofa. Uh, someplace. Oh, someplace. Maybe on the beach with a pina colada or a, bo- a bottle of gin or I don't know. Or, um, yeah. 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 Lobster. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a lobster roll for a long time. Looking forward to that. Do you eat? I've never seen you eat a lobster. Lobster roll. Yeah. You've you've seen me eat lobster roll. No, I no, I, I honestly I don't remember. That's why I said oh, that. Have well, you really? Yeah. Do you, yeah. you do like lobster then? Yeah, I just I, not a whole one because it's just um, annoying, annoying. Um, do you know what it was? You, do you remember the night then we all went after Spirit Quest and um, and had a, a lobster yeah, or two and it was like a scene from alien yes it was you know the way you have to tear these poor creatures apart and yeah. i thought no i'll have it in the bun yeah me too stick my it, lobster ripping stick it between two over. bits of bread and i'm happy yeah two bits of I, bread <laughs> i i you know this this thing is like you know let's recreate the uh, you know a scene from a famous sci-fi movie yeah. Just to eat. No, not for me. Well, that's that's our caveman instincts, you know. Just yeah. rip stuff apart with our bare hands and eat it. Yeah, well, I'm more civilized than that. <laughs> of course, you're British. I'm British. We <laughs> stick it in the bread. That's why, it, the, well, the sandwich, named after the Earl of Sandwich. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure. Because he didn't like, you know, he said, stick it in between two bits of bread and I'll take it with me. There you go. Yeah. But that's that's the truth. We have a saying over here, everything tastes better in a sandwich. And yeah. think about that for a minute. There ain't many things that don't. Uh, 
I may disagree with you. Well, I don't. Hmm. Yeah, you see, you start thinking. I mean, I was thinking about a steak, a nice, good steak. I like eating a steak like that, but you could have a steak sandwich, which is good too. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, there are yeah. there are the obvious spaghetti gross things. Uh, try it. I wouldn't eat a spaghetti sandwich. Sorry, but you could try it. No. Anyway, over here in Britain, we have a saying: uh, everything tastes better in a sandwich. So, anyways, I've had a busy week uh, with messages and stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I had a busy day yesterday running around uh, with Ann and Leslie doing stuff. And then uh, it kind of walked through investigation at night, so which was kind of fun because it's a place with absolutely no reports of hauntings, no uh, incidents. Uh, nobody asked us to go there. It was so it was kind of fun. We we uh, I finagled myself in, of course, <laughs> and, and we we did an investigation, and it it was it was intriguing. We do we we didn't get anything as far as the interesting part about it. For those who don't know, uh, Leslie Martin is a, is a medium, and so what we did for the the night is uh, first of all nobody. Ann and Leslie didn't know where we were going. All I told them was going to be a historic building. Uh, so that was as far as they got. But anyway, so we went to a, to this place and, uh, you know, with the lights on, we didn't shut the lights off. And Leslie took a pad and paper and simply walked around reading again and she wrote. And she would say something and then write it down. And there were people there who uh, own the place or, or take care of it, or I don't know, whatever they call it. But, you know, they, they were not allowed to say anything. And we just uh, went around to all the different places and, and spent some time in each room writing things down. And then at, the, at the end of the, the night, uh, we sat down in the conference room and we gave the sheet to the woman uh, who was in charge there. And uh, we went down item by item. And I was amazed because every freaking single item that Leslie had came up with uh, was associated with the place. So I found that intriguing. Uh, so, I mean, it's clearly evident she wasn't reading spirits or anything. It was just, to me, it was the energy of the place that was somehow, and we talk about energy being in, embedded in things, you know, uh, Richard Felix. Uh, oh, it's a water theory. Richard, isn't it? Yes, yes. So, I mean, sorry, you, sorry, who's thing. theory? Who's so, theory? Water well, theory. Ask Richard, he'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so that, that was a, that was fun. I really enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it it's it try to it's try to grasp of what the paranormal is and, and what our connection is and what we as people or mediums even uh what is our connection what 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 is you know because when you the original researchers of the paranormal dealt a lot with sci didn't they um predominantly they did yeah yeah, um, be yeah. because they had nothing else they didn't have evps and they didn't have emf meters and they didn't have um full spectrum cameras and the mm. all the gubbins but uh you're you're also um kind of missing something you know when you said no, i want to hear no that's why i brought this up because i wanted to hear your your thoughts well, about it and of course the, you're not going to defend it of course 
Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to outright dismiss it either. But at the yeah. same time, um, it's got to be you know you've got to recognise that in a building that you don't know anything about, mm-hmm. there are still a lot of visual clues oh, course, um, that you can pick up on. You Absolutely. know, for for example, you know you may not have been there, but you can recognise that the building is brand new or or old has a history right. you yeah. can recognize the type of furnishings the size of the mm-hmm. ceilings there are right. lots of things that that trigger um thoughts and emotions and uh you can relate them to other places that are similar and ex- your experiences sense. there mm-hmm. so and that's why for example you know when you walk into a church mm-hmm. you have that sort of feeling of you know, you don't want to shout out. You don't want to run up and down and, you know, sing like you're at a concert. But, you know, you, you are more reverent in your approach. You are quieter and calmer. The building feels calmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of environmental clues just that we can pick up on that feed into. Yeah, oh. totally understand that. And so, you know, that that's what I'm saying. We have to factor that in. Yeah. And and that makes sense in a lot of the, the things that she came up with. And that totally makes sense with that. I understand that. But what intrigued me the, the most was the specific things that came yeah. through. For instance, like that a name with the proper spelling of a name. It's, mm-hmm. And which was not anywhere in the place, not anywhere in that building was this name and proper spelling of the name. I mean, and, it does happen. It absolutely happens. I know. So looking. it's a, that's the thing I'm interested in. That what, yeah. What, what, what how can we do that? Is, well, yeah. we, we don't know how we do that. But what you're yeah. looking for is those small bits of detail. I remember, and I've said before, um, we used to have a, a gentleman uh, who was psychic. And periodically, we used to call upon his services. Uh, to help us with investigations mm-hmm. and rather like you did we would send him around with a notepad pen and a sketch you know a, a rough floor plan of the building and he would mark things onto the plan and uh, his thoughts and impressions as he walked around the place and on one particular occasion he pointed very specifically uh, to an area at the top of a hallway and he sent, said that he sensed people walking up and down stairs. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at it visually, there was nothing to suggest that there had ever been a staircase there. In fact, it seemed uh-huh. rather a ridiculous idea to have a staircase there because it would have gone, well, nowhere in particular, mm-hmm. um, straight into a blank outside wall, in fact. Um, so we, we we added it to the list of, you know, bits of information, filed it away and kind of forgot about it um, until uh, it was well over six months later uh, when the archivist at our local council contacted us to say that because we'd already been in touch with them looking at the history of the building and she got back in touch with us and said, oh, you might be interested. There's a new box of um, documents that we found. Uh, while we were clearing out an attic space in the town hall building. Um, And it relates to the building that you're interested in. You said you were interested in. So we went along. And in it were included amongst lots and lots of bits of paper with some architectural drawings of the building 
um, as it was originally constructed. And it clearly showed an existing staircase exactly where Carl had said that he sensed people walking up and downstairs and going through a doorway. Isn't that amazing? That we, now, that's the what thing was, that intrigues me. Now, what yeah. was most interesting is we had already looked at that particular uh, structure mm-hmm. and we'd photographed it in different lights to see if we could see any any ghost outline of a doorway or a stair, you know, within the brickwork or the fabric that sometimes you can see the, um, these remnants of earlier structures or alterations. Sure, sure. But there was nothing at all, absolutely nothing that we could see. Now, we, we could see from the date of these documents, uh, because the archive records whenever they're accessed, and they were last accessed in the early 1960s. Now, the archivist didn't know that they existed. We didn't know they existed. Carl certainly didn't know they existed at the time he described his sensations. But he was uncannily correct in what he said. So where did that information come from? I know. That's that's intriguing. In amongst, you know, that was one detail. But, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as Carl often would say, he will just give us lots of stuff as he gets it, or is he, sadly Carl's passed on, but um, oh, he would just give us everything that popped into his head. And some might be right and some might be wrong. And we, we you know, a lot of it, we, we never were able to check or verify or demonstrate one way or another. Right. Some of it, it was fairly obvious, you know, that when he said, there was something there and you could see an outline of where something had been. Um, but, you know, we, we got to remember, you know, people say, Oh, what were you doing last Monday? I think, well, I'm damned if I know. I can't remember <laughs> I what I was doing I know, last man. Monday. <laughs> so what, why should we depend on the medium being 100% accurate recall all the time? Because it's not a, it's not a normal faculty, except of wives. Wives have an uncanny ab- ability to remember every sentence, every promise, every <laughs> <laughs> for years. That's like or the forever. thing I posted on my Facebook page. Who needs Google? I've got a wife. She knows everything. That's that's the one. They know everything yeah. you've ever said. What <laughs> they said that you didn't remember them ever saying. Um, but anyway, the human memory is not fall- is not perfect. Um, and so, you know, when when skeptics argue, well, they got that detail wrong or they got that detail wrong or that name wasn't quite correct. Well. To me, that's not what I'm looking for, because, you know, I meet a lot of people. I can't remember all their names. So. You know, if if the spirit world exists, then are they any better than us at remembering the detail? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to, you know, supposedly they were humans who passed over and with all the failings, quirks and foibles of being human, I guess. Yeah. But to me, it, it seems like we'd like to make that jump that it's a spirit world. Otherwise, we'll get information from spirit. But I think there's there may be a natural phenomena that there may well be, be, you know, that's so, for instance, this information that Leslie was getting, 
Uh, now she didn't, she never mentioned once that there were any spirits there. Uh, and so she was just doing reading, reading of what? Reading of energy, I'm guessing. Well, okay, you know, well, I don't know where it comes from, so I can't tell you. But that's the interesting fact about it is. Well, is that, it's been it's been asked before and it's been suggested yeah. before. And I was going to go on, but I got sidetracked with my own story of Carl. Um, another thing that you have to take in, in, into consideration is that the building owners were there and they did have the information and they I were know. able to verify. Leslie, and there are, the, you know, not just skeptics, but parapsychologists have suggested that what the mediums are actually doing is mind reading. Exactly. You know, and they're I, picking and I up that on, you know, they're picking up on the thoughts and impressions of the people around them. And, you know, we can do that. We, you know, you, you know, when somebody's angry or when they're pissed right. off or when they're. Um, and so, but you know, there's a flaw in that. I give it, and you just brought it up in the in that the mind, human mind isn't perfect. So it isn't just perfect. Because something is there and they might know about it doesn't mean that they remember it until it was brought up. No, but also it, 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 it isn't a flaw. It's actually um, because when the medium makes an error, if they're mind reading a human with their imperfect memory, it might be demonstrating the imperfection of the individual's memory. Maybe maybe the owner of the building had read the history of the building or had read you know something about the building or knew something, but they were wrong. They got mm. it slightly wrong. That makes true, true sense too. You know, so yeah. there are many, many um, ways in which these effects can be described, both by skeptics and by believers. You know, there are people at the College of Psychic Studies here in the UK who would claim that that is evidential proof of mediumship, and there are people like Joe Nickel who always gets a regular name check on the show, um, who would claim it's nothing more than a party trick. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, I find is, it, The truth it, simply it's is... It's somewhere between. Yeah, it's somewhere in between. You know, at one extreme, it's a party trick, and at the other extreme, it's something that we don't yet understand or can't comprehend. And the truth is somewhere in, in, in between those two I mean, if you you look at uh, an accountant, and and this is pretty much uh, sums it up in that if you had a set of numbers, now you know numbers are pure. So if you have a set of numbers, you can have two accountants and come up with two different <laughs> things. And and the reason for that is they're looking for it in, in a different point of view. So if you have a skeptic, then he's going to pick all the 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 flaws, uh, uh, whatever, the possible flaws, not even flaws, but possible, possible, that's all he's saying. And you have the other person, the, the, the faith believer, that will tell you all their beliefs. So somewhere in between is, is where the truth is. Oh, well, it will be somewhere in between the two. Um, mm -hmm. And the analogy to accountancy, trying to get numbers to balance. Um, my wife's heart, most of the way through a degree in business uh, accountancy. <laughs> And, you know, I've seen it with with um, balance sheets from corporations uh, trying to understand how their numbers are working. Mm -hmm. 
you know how the yeah, if they uh, make it the way they want to if they want to show a profit then they can they show make a profit if they want yeah. to show a loss for the tax man exactly. they can make the same number appear as a loss or a profit it's it, yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's a clever trick oh i i just saw uh, the latest thing uh uh, by the PC police. Well, actually, there's two latest things. First of all, uh, the PC police has decided that uh, we can't no longer call it monkeypox anymore. It's it's derogatory and, and racist. So we have to now call yeah, it. We had that about a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, we're, still, we're still resolutely calling it monkeypox. The, the disease, we, we're going to call it the disease formerly known as. So, uh, <laughs> and then uh, the, the other thing, uh, of course, on the, on the PC place, that found out that uh, uh, math and uh, new is uh, racist because you know you have the ones and the zeros, and that's there. There are other variations in between ones and zeros, according to them. So, there God you go. bless them. Yeah. So, if the, if that's the most important thing in these people's <sighs> lives, then um, yeah. The yeah. trouble is, I just wish that you know. They realized well, I just wish that they didn't realize it wasn't the most important thing in our lives. Exactly. Anyway. I've got against them. You know, you can be any any gender you want. You can be triggered by anything that you choose, mm-hmm. but just go and do it quietly in a corner somewhere. Yeah. And don't get insulted if I don't happen to agree with you. By the way. Anyway, well, if you don't agree with them, then um, yeah, I know I'm the. That's, that's your problem. you're you're the problem. You're, yeah, the, you're problem. the problem. Yeah. And they have to um yeah. erase you. They yeah. have to um a lot of people want to call it now? What do they call it now when they um ban you from speaking publicly? Oh, I don't know. Do you stand me? you or something or unstand you or anyway, uh, no. moving on. So anyways, like I said, it was a busy week this week, and we really got off on that stuff, which is good because I wanted to hear your your thoughts too. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, people were sending me ghost pictures. I got a couple of cool ghost pictures this week. Uh, uh, interesting. Um, you know, is it proof that they were ghosts? I have one that's intriguing uh, from the gentleman that you asked me to contact, and uh, I've got to get that to you because he, he sent me this photo. He has nothing to do with the ghost by the way he, he's no i know he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a ufo, UFO guy yeah 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 well we'll have him on the show anyways but uh a, a, amazing picture it's 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 kind of cool and I'll, I'll send it to you um okay and then i also i also got a uh, email from uh a, a guy uh what is this thing it, it's a rather lengthy email i was surprised I, okay. is, is this email you sent to me yes Bobby L. Brown. Yes, Bobby L. Never, Brown. Yeah, never heard of him. And uh, it, is, <laughs> it is uh, the Paranormal Hammer. And uh, yeah, so so I have no clue why he sent me this email. Well, and... I do because it's in the email. Um, it says quite clearly that they have made five astounding discoveries. Um, and they want to share them with the paranormal world. So who are we to argue? I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. Um, and then he lists well, the five. In all fairness, I guess that is peer review, right? Uh, no. He's selling a book <laughs> called The Paranormal Hammer. Um, oh, that works. <laughs> and in it, in it he, descri- he 
probably goes in because I haven't read the book. Um, and I have read the email, and that makes me even less likely to read the book. Um, because the gentleman says that there are five uh, major phenomena that he's uh, discovered in, in, every every, in every haunting. Yep. And um, when you brought it to my attention, I replied, there are only five things I disagree with them with about <laughs> this. And coincidentally, all five of them are the major phenomena that he claims to have discovered in every haunting case, um, which we'll come to after the break. But very close to. But I mean, I haven't read the book, so it is a bit disingenuous. People may leave. No, but I just I want to let him know what what he feels. Well, listeners and... may 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 think that we're going to be disingenuous by criticizing some stuff that we haven't read. No, no, we're going to talk about it. We're not necessarily we're gonna, criticizing. Well, we're I might um, <laughs> discussing because he gave us a great deal of information in the email promoting himself oh, the, and the, and the discover and the discoveries. Mm. Um, in itself. So I'm only going to comment on the claimed discoveries, not the book. No, no, I'm not describing. Yeah, I, I, you know, everybody can, you know, they can yeah. publish whatever they want. It's a free country. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not the PC police here. Uh, no. Trust me. But anyways, uh, that's a long two minutes. I would think that I would be running out of time, wouldn't you? Well, no, I've got a quick question. Yes. Which lighthouse? Because we talked about a lighthouse last week, and then you sent me an email saying, "Oh no, the the one your favourite." Oh right, okay, the nice one, the one with the light switch, the dodgy light switch by the front now, door. We'll actually give a you know a little thing. Uh, Steve's coming over here in the fall, and one of the events he'll be doing is a ghost hunt at the Portsmouth Tower Lighthouse, which is extremely rare. But we got to go. We got to take a break. And also the we... lighthouse that Steve managed. To You're listening off. to New England Ghost Projects uh, Ghost Chronicles. <laughs> See, I had to jump in here. I got lost. <laughs> uh, brought to you by uh, Ghost, uh, Ghost Chronicles Goose? Radio Goose on Patreon. Yeah, all right. We'll be right back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll be back. I have no clue anymore. We'll be back. Goose Chronicles International. It's got a ring to goat. it. Goat. Usually I say goat. <laughs> with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal. The Parrax family. 
strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous, as we give awards to the Parrax family. And I said to the man, I don't care what your name is, you can't do that with a blunt with a blamange. Oh, sorry, we're back. Um, you're listening to the second half of Ghost Chronicles International with your co-host Ron Kolek and his other co-host, me. With a what? A blamange? Blamange. What's a blamange? It's like a jello. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that went over well with our uh, domestic here. United That's States. right. The, Brit, the Brits all understood it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you know. And anyway. Of course, Le Mange is a French word, so. Oh, Le Mange. I thought you said no, blah. Blah, 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 Oh, never mind. <laughs> so really not worth it. Really not worth it. <laughs> it's a jello that's mixed with milk, like a milk jelly. That's good. Hence the name, Blanc White. Yeah. So moving on, uh, as I mentioned before, the, <laughs> this whole mess started, is that uh, we received a, a, a uh, email or led the email for uh, this gentleman. And uh, he uh, gave us. He's selling a book. Major discovery, though. A major, five major discoveries. I, I, I well, I don't know. That he wants to share with the paranormal community worldwide. But is is so anything, up, folks? Is anything new in this list? No. Oh, Do you okay. want, I'll tell you what. Let's 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 discuss the five major discoveries. You read okay. them out because I'm I, I'm using um I haven't got access to. A yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, if you're not. All right, we'll go we'll go one by one because this is uh, uh yeah. and, and once again we're not. I mean, this is his beliefs, so. We are only going to discuss the discoveries and not the book. Yep. Not the book. Nope. All right. Number one, affecting people physically and or mentally, causing physical injury, assault, illness, emotional distress, and personality disorders. Now, sounds like marriage. Huh. <laughs> what, what he said is that these are present and he uses the word several times in every haunting. every haunting yes and i would say that that's not the case because there are many hauntings um here here um, that i've personally been involved with where those people who are involved aren't in the slightest bit bothered by what's going on um they accept it they're comfortable with it they aren't harmed by it in any way they're mildly curious about what might be going on. Um, but other than that. They're and they're bothered. actually happy with them, too. I mean, I've been there the are one. Those, like, there are yeah. those like, like me who would willingly buy a haunted house. 
you know, they say, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't want to lose them. I don't want you to get rid of them. I just want you to investigate. It's like, oh, okay, so that's, that's number one. <laughs> yeah. So that's number one dealt with. Okay. You want the next one? Yeah. All right. You don't need any more on that, right? I don't think so, because it's not present in every case. So we've undermined that first great discovery. Yeah. Um, in fact, I will go as far as to say that in all of my 50 plus years of investigating haunted houses, mm -hmm. meeting the owners and the residents and the people who work and live in them. I've never seen anybody uh, except on two occasions where there was genuine distress. The only distress I would have witnessed uh, or not witnessed, but yeah, I guess witnessed is that uh, where you know, where something uh, happens and it's not necessarily physically like the bed shook and I got knocked out of bed. Uh, that's to me, it's like, okay, that was so that that would be kind of distressing to some people, but that's, that's on a rare occasion too. But there are many people that it'll tell you stories about how they were scratched a bit or, uh, you know, set on fire. Surprisingly, I I've encountered almost None of them either, be neither. But anyway, all right. So moving right along, number two, human two. noises, and are the ability to understand them. Wait a minute, human noises, and are the ability to understand them. EVP, right. intelligent response to prompting, footsteps, and laughter. Okay. Well. In every haunting, that's not the case because there are many, that's many good. documented, completely silent hauntings, apparitional um, hauntings where there is no noise at all. Mm -hmm. um, there are also many that where the sounds are clearly non-human. Um, for example, machine sounds, as in the the ghost aircraft, where you don't hear human sounds at all. Uh, although he might argue that. These sounds are man-made, as in the machine. Yeah, you would. You would. Um, but nevertheless, there are still many, many, many documented hauntings that are silent. I'd like to know where he gets this information. That's the, the interesting part about, I, 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 I wish, you know. I well, we can't it. discuss that because he didn't say. So. I know. Maybe we should get him on the show. Well, let's continue down to number three. Yeah, okay, number three. Uh, you all done with that? Yeah, no EVPs, intelligent response to prompting. Well, EVP is entirely subjective, um, as yeah. is as is calling out and all that, because it relies yeah. on a proactive um, response. So, you know, c can you, you know, how many people are here? What's my name? Can you knock on the door? Can you blah, blah, blah? They're entirely yeah. subjective, um, yeah. often. And the other thing, too, about it's certainly you know, not prevalent in every haunting. No, we had talked about earlier about uh, Leslie's walkthrough in that place. And we talked about possible right mind reading. And one of the, the theories on EVPs is, of course, is that the person doing the EVPs actually, uh, you know, does PK and, yeah. and it puts the EVP there because it's yeah. not heard until they play and, it back. And, and Winsper and I, oh, many, 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 well, a long time ago, 20-something years ago, 
we we did a talk uh, which we entitled "The Ghost in the Machine," which was the um, the subliminal or telepathic or psychokinetic effects of the individuals on the devices, including EVP, including meters and lights, and you know what influence when people were asking for a light to flash everybody in the room so 20 something people would go flash go on flash mm -hmm. now pk which is demonstrable could be responsible for them making that light flicker and flash mm -hmm. because you know right, 20, you like the flashlight you showed me yeah or you know 20 something people are all going flash yeah bugger flash <laughs> I mean, I remember growing up when when I was in high school, the, the girls used to, especially the, the girls used to do this thing called step as a board, light as a feather. Yeah, yeah. And the person would lay there and they'd put their fingers under it and they'd all yell, and they'd raise yeah. them up on the fingertips. So yeah. there, is, there is, I mean, and we talk about, and even in sports teams, and I think we talked about this in the morning show, is that, you know, the the hometown advantage is because of the energy of the crowd, everybody yelling and, and all their, their thoughts. Not just that. Yeah. yeah. Not just that, but you've also got two very interesting, um, well, well known, well understood effects uh, that you see in medicine. You have placebo, yeah. which is the power to um, positively, um, you know, people miraculously appear to get better because of the placebo, but equally, there is much much less talked about, but equally likely is oh, the yeah, nocebo, is nocebo, the oh, nocebo no effect. What is and that? The no, it's the op exact opposite of the placebo effect. So, for example, if, uh, say, say you were offered a place on a drug trial mm -hmm. uh, to testing your medicine for an illness that you had. Right. If you were told... Um, beforehand, and that's why the trials are, are blind, double blind. Right. Um, if you're told beforehand, we're going to give you uh, this new magic bullet pill, um, but you get the sugar-coated sugar pill, mm -hmm. there is still a very high chance that you will get better. That's the placebo effect. Right. If you are told um, that, oh no, you'd, your name didn't come up, you're going to get the uh, sugar-coated pill it's not going to have any effect on you at all and you're going to still have the problems mm -hmm. then or or indeed it or indeed you are told you are cursed and you then feel ill and lethargic and the curse becomes a reality um, oh, yeah. that's called the nocebo effect yeah i mean that's that's kind of what the that that whole mantra of the whole modality of the cigarette is and, and that, you know, you manifest your own thing. And, and a lot of that's just what you're talking about. If you think you're going to have a bad day, you're going to end up a bad day. You're, yeah, yeah. you're going to have a good day. You're going to have a good day. Because... There, are, there are departments in uh, university psycho psychology departments that now um, teach and advocate positive psychology, mm -hmm. which is your ability to influence your day um by by positive thought and right. equally if you wake up and you think oh it's monday it's gonna everything's gonna go wrong the car's gonna do that and it's kind of like uh, you know there was one study that looked at 
you know when you're in when you're running late and oh yeah you, you always end up behind the slow car then every right hit every red red. light every light is red then there's an accident up ahead then there's a diversion yeah um and yet you know days when you think i'll leaving plenty of time i'll allow for all of the disasters and the roads are clear and you get there three hours too soon (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there we are there we so placebo and nocebo all right, that's cool. I, now I understand that. You've got a new word you can use as well, though. I don't know. Lucky I will remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Anyways, uh, we just had a miracle, by the way. Well, Biden woke up. You no, know, we, we had a miracle occurring with you, Steve, and talking about this positive thing. Uh, I have a new headset, and I thought one side was blanked out so that you could hear the room environment, but all of a sudden... Just as you were talking, I have both ears working now. This is wow. strange. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Push the plug must in be, harder. Must be par- must be paranormal. I'm thinking, or a broken wire. Yeah, broken wire. All right. So number three, aha, which is just what we were talking about, affecting the physical environment. Well, there we are. Temperature changes, objects moving, electricity, electronic malfunctions and odors and what odors smells oh oh, odors well i can you know in every haunting um again the problem is very few hauntings um have any or all of those components um present so um you know we could go through them individually but the problem is, the claim is, these the, 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 the big five discoveries in every haunting case, they're just not there. That's the problem. You're right. It, and it gives you a whole list of things you think, okay. And there well, are lots that don't have any of them on that list. Yeah. So he's giving you a whole bunch of things, so you'll hit something on it. it you know, it's like. Well, I can hit none of them in some cases. I, 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 I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. So, yeah. again, that's a no discovery from me. Okay. All right. So I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, although those things can occur, and the things we talked about on on, on reported hauntings, but uh, to say that they occur in every haunting, I would say that they're actually they occur in very few hauntings. Well, we, you and I both know that temperature changes is pretty phenomenal. I mean, that's that's pretty. Uh, a temp- on, on... temperature change, as we both know, is the one thing that I suggest yeah. Um, yeah. that investigators should pay closer attention to. However, mm-hmm. um, on the ones that have been documented, properly documented, they are still a minute portion of a percentage of, of, yeah, of paranormal cases where there is a linked temperature anomaly. You know, I can... I can think of three in, again, half a century mm-hmm. um, and many hundreds of hauntings. Mm-hmm. And if you go through the literature, again, there is a bare handful of these, but they are properly documented. And therefore, I, you know, I say it is the only phenomena that's truly properly documented that coincides with reports, uh, physical phenomena that coincides with people's um reports and experiences 
Mm-hmm. And that brings us nicely to number five because that's another physical. No, no, no. Number four. You missed four. Did I miss number four? I apologize to number four. No, no, you can't miss this one. This is a good one, too. Say, the manifestation from invisible state, from an invisible state, the manifestation from an invisible state, the sudden appearance of people, monsters, animals, shadows, and wait for it, orbs. Should we just talk about the cases? You know, I would say that orbs appear in every haunting. I think he's got that one right. Uh, every modern haunting. <laughs> okay. But but there are, in fact, one of the most common phenomena reported in hauntings um, is not an, an appearance from an invisible form because it's smell. Smell? Also is sound, it, like footsteps. Footsteps are heard a, a lot in different uh, hauntings as well. In isolation, in isolation, yeah. yes, they are. But the most yeah. the most common reported paranormal f- experience um, is still smell. Mm-hmm. So smell has no appearance from an invisible form because no, it's invisible to begin with and it remains yeah. invisible. But it is a component of some, not every haunting. Right. That's that's. I think that's his was his biggest error in this particular thing. Oh, I think his biggest error is sending an email to me. No, um, because he wanted to share the five great discoveries. I just think that he's uh, in his desire to. promote the book the paranormal hammer um i just think he's overstated the case by a margin yeah a fast huge margin that would make the grand canyon look like a small crack i i uh, there's there's some other stuff in here i just i've got to bring up i'm sorry i'm going to go back to that afterwards yeah, I agree with you. All right, okay, so let's, no, let's do five, and then we can go back and do a recap. Yeah, number five. Uh, manipulation of electronic, oh, electromagnetic fields. And we have RIMPOD alarms, K2 alarms, Melmeter readings. Hmm. Ouch. All, all based on um, some un- as yet unproven research and hypotheses by, well, originally by Professor Persinger, who suggested that electromagnetism, electromagnetic fields may be responsible for some sensations that people may attribute to being paranormal. Right. Now, until the advent of this ragtag collection of amazing gadgets and uh, increasingly bizarre boxes there was no evidence uh, gathered in field by investigators of anything Mm -hmm. linked to electromagnetism only since uh, the ghostbusters have taken the electromagnetic devices into the field 
and we can go through them all individually because all of them are deeply, deeply flawed. Um, do we have any evidence or uh, notion that electromagnetism might be involved? Once again, the problem with electromagnetism is that it occurs in nature. And I, you, you know, when I first started out, I used to use uh, the very simple Yes, you did. Yes. And I used to work with Maureen as a transmedium. And one of the things that always enthralled me is that when she said there was spirit there, the uh, meter would always go blaring and, and thing. And when she said the, the spirit left, the meter would go quiet. And it's my belief, uh, and I have no proof, uh, only from my experience that I think that was created from Maureen. In other words, when she's doing this, whether subconsciously or consciously, that created that because we 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 create electromagnetic fields ourselves our bodies are uh, producing well, what you're talking about is is um psychokinesis yeah exactly and, and that and, would and affect I, the flickering lights and, and all manner yeah. of other things yeah now again under that that is your belief that is your hypothesis um unfortunately at the moment and there have been you know attempts at measuring the brain activity of psychics yep. um yep. At different parts of the of the trance or mm -hmm. reading, um, but which is the proper way to do it, by the way. But there is no evidence. I understand uh, that totally. One way or another. Yep. My, um, like I said, it was from my own experience. Yeah. That's all I said, and, and it wasn't like I was measuring that. It was only after thinking about it. That was I mean, an observation. I, yeah, it was an observation. It was only after thinking about it that I, I believe more and more of it that that occurs uh through maureen now i have no idea i have no profile it was never well you know, I, mean, I mean it's the first it's the very first step of a science experiment isn't it to observe a phenomena and then to hypothesis yeah. make a hypothesis right. right unfortunately at the moment there is no mechanism to test it fully Unless I connected to a machine all the time, we did. Even it. you know, it's been done. Um, we ourselves then, many many years ago um, in at the a haunted field? at a haunted castle in Scotland. Oh, cool! We uh, had an EEG, an electroencephalograph, which yep, was like yep. this crazy headgear with about 30, 30, oh, yeah. 30 electrodes coming off this skull cap thing that fed into, um, and this wasn't. Anything we built, we got this from the University of Edinburgh uh, psychology uh, department, God, uh, <laughs> and we didn't operate it. You know, a a PhD um, psychologist operated the device, um, and we discovered nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, again, uh, it's yeah, the jury. The jury. Well, it's not a case of. The, it's not a case of the jury is out because the case for the prosecution and the defense doesn't really exist yet either. Um, because we don't have sufficient information to build a case one way or another. So we can't put it to a jury. Yeah. The, so, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll move on, but I, I so that's all other, five of the great discoveries that's the five have, things, but have basically been, been, Railroad uh, driven across and run over and yeah.
and the, the the thing that like I mean some of the wording too is is we also well, uh, I mean they're selling the book you know so. no 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 matter what is said or seen there are only facts that we can prove and it's all capitalized proved by the way yes I know I know I wasn't yeah. going to go into that but no I, doubt well, I, I I absolutely it's it's this his book is, will no doubt prove it um, uh, if the wait a minute let me continue if these are occurring we have a crime scene <laughs> and it is our job not to find suspects but the perpetrator well i wouldn't like to be in the dock if he had been collecting the evidence um if he was the csi because the evidence well i would actually because you know that you're about to get off um because the evidence it's it's a paper it's a paper castle there is no evidence and but what's interesting is 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 the wording that he uses to promote the ideas the discoveries and ultimately the book mm-hmm. and that is that you know oh we only deal in science oh we're not here to, to I talk know, about that's the thing that irritates me i think steve more than it irritates me but it's 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 the way of the world at the moment where people mm-hmm. talk in definites you know we we and the, you hear it a lot when you deal with psychics and mediums especially how many times have we heard psychics come on the show and say oh um i'm i'm a psychic but foremost i'm skeptical and i like to test all of the and in reality actually they test nothing because they go entirely on their belief that they're a psychic but they use the language of science to or a throw device. up a smoke screen or a device or a device and then they hide behind this smoke screen of clever language the other one that i find irritating is when you're uh, doing a public event with a medium and they'll say well i agree with steve um you know we look at things in a very skeptical way i, you know, I because- just I don't know. Because I mean, they they believe that what they believe, and and, and that's the you know they they are entitled to believe yeah. whatever they believe, but belief doesn't change fact. Right. Just like my observations with the EMF meter and Maureen, it's it's like that's my belief, but is yeah. is it fact? No, and it's not. I, Only my observations. Yeah, and as I say to everybody when they say things like that, well. The next stage is to devise an experiment and right. test test those hypotheses. Well, they now, protect now, themselves from that, you know, because they well, say that it cannot be reproduced <laughs> in the laboratory. That's what the yeah. paranormal is. You know, it cannot be reproduced. So that's how they protect themselves. Uh, well, there are many get out clauses when you're uh, when you're wriggling yeah. on the end of a hook. Yeah, I, I don't know. We got to go anyway. That's a shame. It is All a shame. Right. Do we have a last uh, word tonight? No, uh, the last word is on, on, on hiatus for a while because it's not going the way I wanted. I, I'm going to pre-record them now and, and play them so I don't watch them up every time. <laughs> well, that was always the best part. Yeah. So anyway, stay tuned for uh, Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Next Generation where we speak to the people from Waverly Sanitarium. 
and uh, that'll be on right after this show. So we want to thank uh, all our sponsors, uh, Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, McLuhan, Massachusetts, Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our super-duper good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Uh, think about coming a member and joining us for exclusive videos and other things. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. No, and, thank you. I'll talk to you yeah. next week. Yep, take care. On Bye. Friday. Bye. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.